If you've ever thought of growing your community outside social media, especially as a business, chances are you've wondered how possible it is. Now, whether you're a content creator or a small business owner, you need an email list. To build your email list, you need a platform, an email marketing platform, and I am so excited to introduce you to Flowdesk. Now, Flowdesk is an email marketing platform that caters to all your email list building needs. They have simple but creative custom-made templates to help you customize your email emails and increase your open rates. One thing I really love about them is how reasonable their pricing is. When you sign up through the link in the description box of this episode, you will get one month free trial and 50% off forever, no matter the number of subscribers you have. So even if you're already using another email marketing platform and the pricing is outrageous with a difficult interface, you can transfer your subscribers to Flowdesk easily and give it a try for one month to see if this works for you. For me, this is a win-win situation to be honest. Always remember this, no matter the number of followers you have on social media, those platforms aren't yours. But your email list, the people that willingly opted to give you their email addresses because they enjoy what you do, those are your true community. But how will they show their support if you don't have an email list? Now build your list today using Flowdesk. Get one month trial and 50% off forever through the link in the description of this episode. You are listening to the Calm Down Podcast, the podcast where candid, thought-provoking and rare conversations happen while amplifying people's stories around the world. Here, we take it one day at a time and also rant on simple cuts people don't observe or are just oblivious to. I am your host, Viola Ekene. I am an on-air personality, podcaster, YouTuber and content creator. Welcome to episode 45 of the Calm Down Podcast. It's so good of you to click the play button to listen to this beautiful episode. I hope you're doing absolutely amazing. So first of all, I really want to play this amazing voice message I got from one of you, Kalmas. She listened to the last episode, which was episode 44, where Diana Carpenter shared her story on being sexually abused by her brother and father since the age of three on this podcast. So Uche um, listened to it and of course, she had something to say. And as I'd always encourage you to drop your voice messages, Uche dropped us a voice message. And I am so excited for you to listen to this before we dive right into the story for this episode. Now listen. Hi, Viola. I love this last episode. It's, it's so, so inspiring. I happen to know someone that has been through something similar, though not from an earlier age, but anyway. Basically, as an adolescent, and I cannot even imagine what they go through or how they survive and survive the trauma and all that. And all I have to say is that she's such, such an inspiring, as in she's so strong and her story is so inspiring. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing it with us because in as much as we hear these things, it's like it doesn't happen, but there are people out there that are actually going through that. And, you know, suffering one trauma or the other, trying to get over these you know, traumatic experiences that have been inflicted and in, in them from childhood so thank you so much and thank you for the tip on wave i've been actually looking for something like that and thank you for being helpful 
Thank you so much, Uche. Thank you so much, Uche, for dropping your feedback. Guys, whenever you listen to an episode of this podcast, I think I say this all the time, and you really enjoyed it, you want to drop your opinion, please don't go away with that thought in your head. Please drop a voice message. The link to drop it is always in the description of every episode of this podcast. Your um, voice message will be featured in a subsequent episode. I love to hear from you. It is so encouraging, and it just feels so good, okay? So drop your voice messages. They are always so much welcome. So now over to the stories around the world. The story feature for this episode features an amazing story from Nena Michelle Odokoro. Now Nena is an amazing actor. Y'all, if you aren't following her on Instagram, you're missing out on an amazing actor. Like she is so good. I'm going to link all her social media platforms in the description so you can definitely reach out to her, connect with her and you know, learn so much from her because I wanted to say you learn one or two but you learn so much from her and let me not just peel the whole tea. I'll be right back after Nena's story to chat a little bit more with you and then we'll call it a wrap. Make sure you listen to the end of this episode. Okay, now let's go to Nena's story. My name is Onine Odoro. I'm 23. I'm Nigerian and I am an actor. Growing up, I wanted to be so many things at so many different points in life. I, there was a time I wanted to be a reverend sister. <laughs> there was a time I wanted to be a doctor. There was a time there was even a time I was called barrister at home because I used to argue a lot and I would defend people. Just anybody. I would just question things. So everybody in the house called me barrister some. I've forgotten the name they called me but barrister something. So I wanted to be you know different things at different points growing up but I never thought within myself that I oh I want I wanted to be an actor or I want to be an actor. No never not for once. Journey to nursing well um so here's how it started, right? Initially, what I put was pharmacy. I put pharmacy to the University of Nigeria in Sokam. Then I took my jam and my jam score was low as compared to what the cutoff mark for pharmacy would be. So my dad was already scared. So he was asking because the University of Nigeria is kind of like a tough university to get into. So he was already telling me I should just change university just to be on the safe side. So I switched to... So that time there was a rumor that um, that Unica was accepting or they were they were offering admission for people who wanted to study pharmacy for the first time there was never a pharmacy department there so my dad thought that okay they are going to be lenient so i transferred but then they were not offering that admission that year so then i had to now switch to the next option which was nursing and that was how i did nursing at the time that i put nursing i didn't know that i didn't want to do it i didn't know that i wanted to be an actor at the time that i put nursing i was like okay initially my dad said petroleum engineering I'm like whatever okay <laughs> so at that time I didn't know anything about my passion talent and stuff I was already acting from secondary school and so but I just thought that oh this is just like a habit this is anybody can act because I didn't know particularly that there was you know this is talent and you should do something with your talent or your passion I didn't know any of that so it's it's not like I didn't want to do nursing and I was forced to know my parents never forced me I never mentioned that I didn't like it I, as a matter of fact I was excited going into uh, year one studying nursing it was it was really a privilege and all of that so yeah that's how I got into nursing University of Calabar no I don't have any 
any regrets studying nursing because you know like they say there's no no knowledge is a waste right as a matter of fact right now i'm yet to graduate i mean technically because of covid i was supposed to graduate 2019 then there was accreditation issue 2020 came covid 2021 so i'm yet to write my professional exam which i'm about to write very soon but so far there's been no regret i was frustrated a lot of time because at some point yeah because i now i then found out that this is not what i want to do so i felt like it was just i felt imprisoned <laughs> studying nothing i was frustrated a lot of times because i didn't like it i just didn't like it but do i have regrets no because you know everything happens for a reason and the way that my life has been progressing or the way that my life has been orchestrated i think that there was a reason or not i think i know for fact that there's a reason why i had to be there at the time that i was there and in hindsight right now i know some of these reasons but the reason why i had to study why it had to be nursing i still don't know so maybe 10 years ahead 20 years maybe something comes into play and i realize this is why i had to do this or maybe not maybe it just happened right even though I'm, I'm not one to think that something just happens in my life no everything is just very deliberate for me but i don't know why it had to be nursing right i don't know but i don't have any regrets no regrets i was a frustrated student a lot of times <laughs> i was because i felt like oh i can't go to lagos look at all the people that are doing what i want to do and i can't go to lagos because i'm here and i had no holidays there were literally no holidays while studying nursing so it was hard it was really really hard i felt in prison i felt like this was choking me up i just wanted to leave but i don't have any regrets no my journey going into acting fully all right so um when i realized that going to lagos was not going to be feasible until i graduated or until i was done with nursing i just asked myself what can i do from calabar what can i do from where i was and that was like when i discovered that i wasn't going to practice nursing was my 300 level that was when i made the decision or i knew for a fact that nope i'm not going to practice this course and i was i'm going to be an actor full-time this is going to be my career this is what i want to do with my life this is the gift the talents that i've been given this is what i want to do so from 300 level i started thinking i just started so i started um doing stuff like learning about the industry i was reading books more of like hollywood people though at that point because they were the ones i could get in pdf i was reading books from hollywood people you know just learning about what it's like to be in an industry then i came down to nollywood in particular i followed i went on instagram i followed everybody i could follow from producer to director production companies actors actresses i was just you know um following everybody just so I could be informed about what was happening. So if you ask me anything about Nollywood and the latest G's, I would tell you because I was following up them. I was studying the industry that I wanted to go into. And then um, say 400 level, I did a monologue for the first time. And then I posted it. I think then I had more audience on, on Facebook. And people reacted to it. I'm like, this is good. This is good. I'm like, oh, this could be a thing. Maybe I could just use this as a way of practicing and also reaching out to other the people i feel like in this generation where i always say it we're so privileged to have social media you can imagine or i can imagine what people like genevieve or motola rmd and all our veterans what they went through in their own time you know but i can stay in my home just 
put a phone in front of me, record something, put it online and somebody will just like it and we post and bam, that's how it happens. Someone just blows, <laughs> you know? I think it's just very interesting. So when I discovered monologues and discovered I was good at monologues because I discovered that as I came to Lagos or when I came to Lagos, I discovered that a lot of actors did. Monologues is just not their thing. But then I, just, I, I told myself this could be my thing. This could be my own way in. So I started doing monologues. I would, um, I would do monologues on Sunday after church. I would just find a quiet place beside my hostel and I would record a monologue from films, popular films that people know and I would post um, online. So that was what I was doing. 400 level, um, 500 level. In 400 level, I did a monologue and uh, I did an audition and then I was called to Lagos. But then I couldn't leave school. I felt, it, I felt so bad. I felt so hurt. Like it really hurt me at that point. So I told myself I wouldn't tag producers because I wasn't ready to do the work because I was in school. That's why I said previously that I felt like nothing was like a cage, like a prison and I just wanted to fly away i just wanted to get out you know so but 500 level as i knew that i was you know rounding up who knew that covid would happen in 2020 but anyway as i was rounding up i said you know i can now start tagging i can now start tagging um users and directors so i started doing monologues uh, again and i started engaging in competitions online competitions while rounding up in school i didn't know that my department would have that issue the accreditation issue that they had or covid would come um, but I was just doing my thing and in 2019 I did a King of Boys reenactment and Kemi Adetiba reposted on her page and that was like my first big whoa okay <laughs> that was that was big for me then because a, a quite number of I think about 500 people followed me from that repost that and that was like a lot of industry people now it was from there that I that someone came on my page and asked me to send that reenactment to an audition that was ongoing. So I sent it. I, I was just sending to all the auditions that I could find. Really good auditions, good auditions. I was just sending, sending because you never know which one would click. So I sent it to that one and then I was shortlisted. And I didn't, I didn't even know who the production company was. So it was like, I think uh, around Ogba 2019 that I got a DM and there's this person telling me they like me to where am I? They like to put me in a, in a film that they are doing. And I'm like, oh, I'm in school, but I'll be graduating that year. So I'll be free in 2020. They were like, okay. Then I didn't even know who was messaging me. I really didn't know. Okay, so fast forward and I was still doing my monologue thing. I got from Kemi Adetiba's repost, I got a, a number of people who started, you know, going through my page who are now looking who I had um i was in their faces you know that kind of thing which is a very good exposure for an up-and-coming actor so i finished 2019 2020 january there was nothing doing my department had not sorted out their issues i was just at home in enugu and then i'm like you know what god i just need something i was already planning how i was going to move to lagos i'd been planning it since 2019 but then 2020 i'm like i don't just want to go to lagos and just go you know and just start moving around like i don't have any aim or i don't have any goal i want to be called to lagos i want someone to just call me you know and then i just said that prayer and about like two days or the next day i get a call from a lady that uh they want me to come to lagos and audition for a role i mean it's just 
and I didn't even know who was talking to me. It was later on that I discovered this is that was the head of production for Film One. Film One is the biggest production company. You know, Film One Cinemas, yeah. They're like the biggest production company in Nigeria. And the head of production was calling me. So it happened that that audition that I sent that reenactment to, it was Film One that was casting. They were um doing, they were hunting for talents via Instagram. So that was it. But I didn't tell my parents. I just told them that my my lecturer wanted to see me for my project and then I just went to Calabar and then from Calabar I went to Lagos. How I got an apartment in Lagos is even another story. So back in 2019 I won a monologue challenge that paid a thousand dollars. So that was like about three hundred and something thousand. It was from there that I took the money and paid for a year in an apartment. I'm staying with someone with an apartment mate and that was just like divine provision you know. So that's how I moved to Lagos. So bam I just moved to Lagos. I met them on sets i auditioned for the role and these people are like telling me in their movies little by little and just the rest is history i'm still here so that's how i got into the industry so i started last year 2020 january that's when i came full-time into the industry oh i've already answered this question so the point i made up my mind that i was going to go into acting was 300 level i just was there any particular event that led up to it i think it was just that knowing that discovery that okay it just it was just there because I'd always been acting I was acting anywhere I found myself I would always first of all look for please where is the drama club whether it's a church whether it's a fellowship that I joined whether it's a team anywhere if you want someone to do something I would volunteer to act so that was where I found happiness that was where I found fulfillment that was where I I felt like I was great you know this is this is just something I'm really 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 good at and as opposed to nursing that I just didn't feel anything I just felt tired most of the time I felt drained I felt angry I just didn't want to practice I mean being a nurse is cool and all but I just didn't want it wasn't my thing to do I wasn't just born to be a nurse so that, that was it it just that passion just kept you know growing and growing to the point where I could no longer ignore it and I just had to come to that decision all right I'm answering to this call this is this is what I should do with my life this is where I'm going to be happy and that was it how am I doing now? Well, I'm still very much in the journey. I'm still up and coming, but it's been beautiful so far. It's been beautiful. It's been challenging, of course. Oh my goodness. <laughs> There's a whole lot of challenges being, of course, you already know, being a creative in Nigeria, being an actor, is a big, cha there, there are like challenges everywhere. The, the major one is the inability for me to take just any other type of job because the nature of acting is one that won't let you take a nine to five or take another type of job you know because you can be called up at any time like today you're not working the whole week you're not working and next week someone just calls you and you have to show up you know so that's like the biggest challenge for me I, I try to find other side things to do unless it's a business that you want to set up mm -hmm, that's the kind of thing you you can do while doing nursing to have a nine-to-five unless it means that one will suffer you know that kind of thing so that's like the big challenge and of course the way it's a slow process. It's 
the the week sometimes you go and there's nothing and it, it's the kind of job that you can't just say i was just telling someone the other day how people would say oh this year i plan to do this this and that as an actor you can't plan to do nothing you can't plan to do anything because you can't employ yourself you have to be called by a producer or by a director to be in a film and if nobody calls you you're not working <laughs> you know so that's another challenge you just can't wake up and say i'm going to do 20 films this year i would like to do 20 films this year but who <laughs> i don't have the money to produce any film so i have to be called by someone but so far god has been good and i'm not just saying it just to say it i'm saying it because again the way my life is just orchestrated is very beautiful to see the privileges and the favors that i have i have a couple of things that are not yet out but y'all will see when they're out so it's been it's been good but there are challenges you know as an up and coming people want to not pay you at all people want to pay you peanuts people want to pay something that will not even be you not even used to recharge your phone it, it's just ludicrous sometimes but you know it's just i just say that you have to do this thing for the passion because if not for the passion you would go crazy you know but the passion is there yes and thank god for it so it's slow but it's steady and there's no regret at all there's no regret at all and we'll be here <laughs> 20 30 years to come by god's grace yes what i'm looking forward to um in my acting journey i just want to do good work i'm really particular even as an upcoming actor i am particular about the type of jobs that i take the type of auditions that i go to i've always been very deliberate about that from the get-go i just didn't want to be anywhere or do any kind of work and i've also been privileged to have amazing scripts come my way amazing uh movies come my way i've been directed by the biggest and the you know the biggest directors in nigeria some of them and it's just a village that i never take for granted i always want to do that kind of good work that i've done so far there is not one film i can tell you that i've done in a year plus that i've been in the industry that i regret not one they are all so beautiful a lot of them um a lot of them drive conversations that are that we need to talk about and those are the things you know those kind of works that you do and say i'm proud of this thing that i've done so i love them so i always want to do that and you know talking about the grammys that burner boy with kid and tiwa won i want what i'm looking forward to is just particularly it's not really about me it's more like the industry i'm i'm looking forward to the time where we would be like our neighbors in the movie in, in the music industry you know how afrobeats is all international right now winning grammys and all i'm looking forward to that time and it's it's here already it's here already you know and that's that's what i'm really looking forward to because a win for the industry is a win for me too because the bigger the industry the bigger audience the bigger the people that see me too and my chances of getting to that oscar even quicker <laughs> you know so that's that's my goal i always want to do good work whether it's entertainment whether it's an advocacy film whatever it is whether it's a fantasy i just want to do good work and put my best to every single work that i do and that's it what i would love to do differently in in the industry oh, there's a lot of things that need that needs to be fixed in the industry from a lot of things so i want to be an active member of the guild the actors guild of nigeria is what i keep saying and what i know that i would be part of the change you know there are a lot of things that i experienced as an up-and-coming 
actor that are not nice to even hear about and these are the things that a guild if we had a very a good functioning guild things could be different things can be you know monitored and stuff like that but we have a long way to go as regards that so that's what i would i would be a, an active member there and contribute my own quota to changing what i can change and yeah that's 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 what i would like to do and practice what i preach too you know it's not when it gets to my turn i see myself treating people how i hated to be treated when i was up and coming it wouldn't be nice at all so i hope that i am different i hope that i contribute different and in a positive way to the industry my instagram handle is at my name is onye yes at my name is onye on instagram the same handle on twitter and that's where you can find me thank you very much Ooh, that is one story of process if you know me, you know I am a sucker for process. I am not the type to literally gush over someone's success. That does not mean I'm not happy when someone is doing really well, but I love the behind the scenes. I love the process. I love listening to people's journey. I think it, it for me, it's where I draw my inspiration from. It, it just makes me in so much awe of how resilient we all can be when we put our minds to do something and how everything just works together for our good. Everything just comes together in place. And sometimes even though we go through phases where we are confused and we ask ourselves question am i really supposed to be here but then still we're still there because we know that deep within us this is what we are supposed to be doing thank you so much Elena, for sharing your behind the scenes i mean it's easy for you to look at someone maybe you're following them on social media and you think it's it's all rosy or they just blew out of nowhere you know i was having this conversation with a friend and i was just telling her that you see sometimes when someone just suddenly goes viral um we we humans are entitled to you know feel and think that oh this person is so lucky and they just blew but when you take your time to do a little bit of research go back to years back when they've been um developing their craft when they've been investing in themselves those you know processes and those times it seems insignificant but it was a very huge um stepping stone to where they are today and you know this story is just one that i really love so much as you've listened to this story right now if you have any thoughts or anything that you want to share please drop a voice message through the link in the description of this episode i really love to hear i really really love to hear your thoughts and your opinions and of course if to be featured in the next episode of this podcast and also please whatever app you're using to listen to me right now i mean for you to listen to this point that means you enjoyed the story and trust me you love it more on this podcast when you browse through um last episodes you're going to love all the stories okay so please please on that podcast app you're using to listen to me right now drop me some good ratings i wouldn't normally say good ratings i like to be very direct when i am asking for something so please drop five star ratings okay and subscribe okay this will improve and also increase our discoverability and our visibility this podcast has reached in 52 plus countries but we want to make sure that all the stories are heard everywhere around the world to inspire people just like you have been inspired that would mean so much and yes we are on youtube thank you so much guys for all the love on the last episode um so the countdown podcast is on youtube please subscribe to the youtube channel like i promised i have some video contents that i have in store and things that i plan to do for the podcast this year by god's grace so i need your support by subscribing to this podcast youtube channel through the link in the description of this episode in case you're someone that loves to listen to podcasts on youtube but whether or not just subscribe okay thank you very much <laughs>
<laughs> and if you'd love to support this podcast, you can support on Patreon or on Anchor or on Shukran, okay? It is for the expansion of this podcast. It is for consistency here because, man, in as much as you think um, or it seems that it's so easy to come and record, a lot of work goes on behind the scenes to make sure at least the quality is top-notch and the stories on this podcast are good stories. Um, I think saying good is, is kind of like ruling out some people's stories, but the stories are stories that of people that will inspire you. So it's a whole lot of work and your support is highly needed. You can do your monthly contributions if you want to do that recurrently or just a one-time contribution. I'm going to leave the links again in the description box. And do not forget to follow us on social media. Join the conversation. Join the community on Instagram at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast and on Twitter at podcast calm. Again, I'm going to link them in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this point and I want you to always remember that do not ever belittle your process, right? All those work that you put behind the scenes and sometimes it seems as if you're getting nowhere. I want you to know like just Nena said that everything about her is orchestrated. I also want you to know it's the same way with you. You're not just living by chance. Everything about your life has been planned before the foundations of the world. It, it is deliberate. So enjoy every process of your journey. Do not rush it. Honestly, I feel like we're so excited to rush our process and to get to the peak already but in doing that you hurt yourself in ways that you can never imagine so please enjoy your process you are doing absolutely amazing take it from me you're doing so good where you are right now all you have to do is do every day what you're supposed to do keep investing in yourself keep putting in the work always grow let growth be your priority okay let growth be your utmost priority and you know you just be happy you know it's, it's just an amazing journey that you would love okay so again thank you so much for listening to this one i'll see you in episode 46 just remember that you are amazing and your journey is beautiful embrace and love it